We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Goodman and Hummel Pod here on a uh, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. And uh, Rob, good to see you, man. You told me you were going to be doing this pod every week. I haven't seen you in like five weeks. Where the hell have you been? First of all, it's 9.40 a.m. It's not Wednesday afternoon. It's Wednesday morning. And it's 10.40 right, a.m. in Boston, so it's not the <laughs> afternoon. I want you to tell everybody what you just did when we tried to start this podcast. Well, I, I tried to start it, and then I realized my microphone was not plugged in. And so you, aborted, won- you aborted the I launch with one second on the countdown. Like a I blame Trevor. Idiot. Listen, no. our, our, our producer no. Trevor did not catch it with one second. Like, that's plenty of time to abort. Plenty of time. Unbelievable. See, we, we right. don't do a podcast for a while. It just becomes amateur hour. You just can't you can't <laughs> operate. It's crazy. Listen. And you've been you've been doing podcasts. I I see you on with Doster yep. and Fanta yep. and TO and all those guys, but you yeah. you just you just suck at it. By the way, I'm I'm really hurt. Can I can I get something off my chest here? I'm sure. I'm really, really, really hurt here. Uh I, I consider us friends and and I, I find out I don't know, 28 days later, that you are a uh, taken man now. Yeah. You are happily engaged. Yep. Um, and I find out literally a month later that Here's you and Logan got engaged. What the who, hell is going on here? Who gets engaged and sends out a text to all their friends? Like, you should be <laughs> texting me. Congratulations. Was I supposed to text you? Everyone else knew. Maybe I you're just the a gram. Bad I'm not on the gram Maybe. that much. All right. You're just a bad friend. I think that's what it is. I also, yeah, big life changes. We we also have a cat now. A cat. Big, big, <laughs> I've got a he's literally staring at me through the, the, the doors right now. You know what Charles Barkley would say about you, right? What? Charles Barkley says cats like aren't animals. Like they're not <laughs> pets. They're not pets. No, our, so, this like, is a good cat. He's a good cat. His name's Monty. So who Monty the cat. Whose idea was the cat? Was this for you to grow up, like to to have some responsibility in life, so you can't golf every day? No, I can still play golf. Monty's very good at sitting at home. He, I mean, it wasn't. It was kind of a stray situation, and Logan likes cats, and I actually grew up with cats. We had cats when I was a, as a kid, so I'm, I'm all for it. Go get a dog, will you? Go get a real pet. You got to like dog. walk them, and you know, yes, they're, they're a lot, you have to walk a lot more, them. A lot more work. It is a lot more work, but I think a little bit more in return as well, I think. But you're right. You can go on your on your gallivanting on your golf trips like you did last week 
and not worry about the cat. The cat could probably fend for itself for a few days, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's why this is perfect. Um, all right, let, let's let's get started with uh, the Kentucky Wildcats because there's some stuff going on right now. Uh, I've been critical, certainly, of the roster that John Calipari has put together, um, which is freshman laden, and in an era in which youth hasn't won in a decade. And this is a younger team than really he's ever since had. since the 2012 Kentucky team. I mean, correct that young, and they had a couple at least veteranish guys on on that team. Like yeah. this team right now, and there's there's one moving part right now. I tweeted out the other day that Antonio Reeves was likely to go in the portal, and he was at that point. You know, he's registered for classes, enrolled at classes at Illinois State, where he started, according to my sources. Uh, had planned on on going in the portal, but now uh, Cal is making a strong push to keep him because he needs him. And and it's, you know, obviously NIL is going to be pivotal here. There's some question marks on whether Reeves would be eligible, graduating now from Illinois State, you know, taking these classes, the credits transferring over all that. Potentially, I'm hearing Wait, that. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. He was at Kentucky and then was taking classes at Illinois State because that's where he, he was at before? Correct. Correct. Why? Well, we don't know the real story of all this. So, so again, it's a little bit – I don't want to go dig too deep into it because I don't know all the specifics. I don't think anybody really knows all the specifics. But from what I've been told, there were some credits that might not have transferred from Illinois State to Kentucky when he went. Well, if you go back to Illinois State, you're getting those credits back, some of them. Right. Like if you got a D, for instance, at, in a class at Illinois State and you go to Kentucky, that D might not transfer to Kentucky to graduate. Right. But if you go back to Illinois State, that D might still be OK as far as being able to. Get I just degree. think it's so weird that you would transfer from a place and go back and take summer classes there after transferring to Kentucky. Well, I think, again, part of it was the ability to graduate taking those classes where if you stay at Kentucky and Kentucky isn't going to pay for your, like that's one thing too, that people don't understand. Most schools will pay for summer school. Not most, but some, I don't know what the percentage is, but even if you're, if you're going to transfer out, some schools will say, we'll still pay for your summer school because they don't, they don't, they don't want it to affect their uh, APR. APR. Right. Right. So some will do it. Some will say, no, we're not paying. You're leaving. You're transferring. Why the yeah. hell are we going to pay? I understand that, actually. I, I yeah. probably wouldn't pay either. But like you said, in the past, you've needed it for your APR to, to, to be able to not take a hit. Anyway, all right, let, let's let's move on to Kentucky's roster because right now it's trending in the way that Antonio Reeves is going to come back to Kentucky. Now, again, we don't know that for a fact until he announces. Who knows? But let, let's let's look at this roster right now. Uh, and let's look at it with Reeves, even. Let's look at it with Reeves. Because, you know, I think Reeves is a nice player, but we're now acting like Antonio Reeves is like Ray Allen or something. Michael Jordan. And, yeah. back to save the day. Right. Like Antonio Reeves is a nice piece. Yeah. But he's and a he veteran. Have, he's a veteran, and that's a veteran. that they, they don't have. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think you look at what they return. Brian Canada... You gonna Onyenso and and uh well, Canada's a walk on. Canada's right, right, but that's what I'm saying. Right, right. They've got three guys that are coming back. The arrow too. So it's two. Two two that didn't even play. 
yeah, really no, last year. I, I agree. But then you look at who's coming in, and you've got you know Aaron Bradshaw, and now this Jordan Burst kid who looks like he can really score. I don't know much about I'd see he's ranked in the 160s, and they're really yeah. excited about him. Obviously, Robert Dillingham, Justin Edwards, and then DJ Wagner are all super talented, but they're all really young. So I, I it's shocking to see how many people and names are leaving the team. And I think it's even more shocking because when Cal got to Kentucky, I just thought, how can this ever go bad? That's what it felt like. How can this ever not work? Because the fan base that Kentucky has, the resources that Kentucky has, the boosters, the way they were getting players, the way they were winning, the people that were in the program. And now I am baffled by his approach to the collective. And I, I can see where you might not like it, but in reading some of his comments, it's like he's in blue chips and he's afraid that happy. The booster is going to be controlling the team from the outside, but there's all these places that have collectives. And I haven't gotten that feeling that even though people are, giving money for NIL that they have legit power to control things. But he acts like this will just take everything away. Now, I think they announced some new La Familia, La Familia, I think it's called, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is. So is that a collective? I don't think it's a collective per se. I, I, don't, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how they're organized. I could find out certainly here. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like they're behind the time and, and okay. Yeah. You you never dealt with booster. No, you never dealt with Worldwide West. No, he was never a booster. Come on, like he's been helping him since he was at at Memphis. Uh, obviously, with players, we know that. Um, but but to me, obviously, you have money, you have support. You know, again, I get back to this roster, and I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, like you, like how did it get to this point? Again. 10, 12 years ago, we might have thought that this roster, and again, it's the number one class in America in a, in a week, week class. There's no number one player this year. There's no there's no guy that you're looking at in college basketball and saying, holy shit, this dude is a lock one and done. Like, these guys are going to be one and dones, but like not lock one and done, lock top 10 pick. I love Bradshaw, and I really like uh, Edwards as well. Those are how the much two do you worry, I, though, Jeff, about how how much these guys need the ball in their hands? That's well, I've said that Wagner and Dillingham. I was going to get to that. Those two guys are high volume, low efficiency scorers. They both need the ball in their hands. Um, again, if they get Reeves, they have a shooter, which is absolutely necessary because right now they don't have a proven shooter in the. How many, times them all the day? Past, how many times in the past couple of years have we said that about Kentucky, though? A they lot. have no shooting. And then when they did have shooting, they couldn't get the shooters open looks. And they, they offensively have really struggled. I, I just feel like this is so weird how yeah. it's gone from, wow, John Calipari runs this offense that is so cutting edge and the dribble drive. And now we're like, this. some of this shit looks like the Stone Age. It really does. And I, I just am baffled at how we got here. And it's jarring to see who's leaving. You know, Damon Collins, CJ Frederick, Chris Livingston, Oscar Shibway, Jacob Toppin, Kaysen Wallace, Lance Ware, Severe yes. Wheeler. Holy shit. Yeah. That yeah. is a ton of talented guys on a team that really wasn't great for a lot of the year and made the second round of the NCAA tournament. And you lose all that. You're really leaning on freshmen, and that has not been the recipe to win 
in college basketball since Kentucky did it in 2012. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, again, and they didn't get anything done in the portal. That, that's like, shocking too, shocking. because Kentucky is a destination yeah. school with yep. tons of money to throw around, unbelievable facilities, unbelievable tradition, unbelievable fan base. How can you not get anybody? I mean, think about this. And I don't mean any disrespect to Kansas State because I think it's a Bramwich is a great building. And they do have history. And I think Jerome Tang has done a phenomenal job. But can you imagine Kansas State beating out Kentucky? For a high-level player ever? No. no I mean, no. the fact that Kaluma went to Kansas State is is shocking crazy. to me. It really and is. And they don't have crazy NIL. It's not like Kansas State. Now, again, I think part of the problem is anybody wanting to go to Kentucky right now, any veteran, is looking at it and saying, all right, they got all these top high school players. I don't want to play with these dudes. No, number one, people are telling me that, that they're guys who need the ball in their hands. Number two, I don't want to play with a bunch of freshmen right now. I need to play with older dudes. like To win, yeah. No, right, that, that to win. Sense. And you're not going to be the guy. If you're Kaluma at Kansas State, you're probably going to be the guy this year. You know, they're going to focus a lot of what they do around him. Who knows with Kaluma if he's going to get the ball? Who's going to give him the ball? I mean, it was like Hunter Dickinson when he was choosing Kansas, right, over Kentucky. Who will others. throw me the ball and who can make a shot where I won't yes. get post-trapped every time like I was last right. year? Right, who do you want to play with? Yeah, You know, no, that's true. Juan Harris? Or Robert Dillingham. Yeah. Like it's it's a no-brainer. No disrespect to Dillingham. He's a freshman and he's a freshman who's who's likes to score as well. So, you know, Dewan Harris is a guy who's just looking to set you up. But you know, Chris Livingston is the baffling of all the decisions. Okay, listen, we can go through them, right? Jason Wallace was gone. We know that. Oscar, the time had come. The time had come for Oscar. That's Although cool. I'm I'm a little surprised because I thought he could just make bank on NIL. And who knows what he's yeah. going to be. But he's made pro. more money than he ever could have imagined yeah, anyway. Wouldn't it be great to stack another totally. million and a half? Oh, totally. $2 million? Yes. yes. I'm not yeah. saying he hasn't. I'm just saying, hey, year two or three of that sounds pretty good. You know what I wonder? I wonder if he was ready to move on partially because of how Cal – utilize him remember there were times last year remember when he was benched yeah, last year like i wonder if that the that player of the year the year before <laughs> right i wonder if that hit oscar <laughs> from a pride standpoint from a look at what i've done for this program to get it back to to you know from the the, the year in the you know with with covid where they were what 13 and 19 and oscar kind of saved them let's yeah. face it he, he kind of did and then to be treated that way. And I understood it. Obviously, again, there were times when Oscar was was terrible defensively. So you you, you had to do something. But I, I just wonder how much communication there was about all that between he and Cal and how much he was just ready to move on from that. All right. C.J. Frederick, listen, he was hurt. Didn't make shots. But he's been but, hurt since he was in Iowa. I mean, that, that's kind of been yeah. his deal. Since he left right at the end of Iowa? He was injured at the at, during at, yeah. while he was playing for Iowa. He was that's hurt right. a good amount. So – he goes, Severe Wheeler didn't fit. You know, he got benched, hurt, benched, whatever you want to call it. Um, Jacob Toppin, I don't know. You know, that that's a weird one for me because I almost feel like, you know, maybe Toppin makes the league. I don't know if he's drafted, not drafted. Probably could have come back for one more and honestly been the guy. But, but again, is he getting the ball? Is he going to yeah. get the ball? So I'm fine with him. 
Lance Ware, go to Villanova. You, you barely did anything. Damian Collins is the one I honestly feel terrible about because he's had so many personal issues with deaths in his family. The nicest kid you'll ever meet, ever meet. And I thought he was going to be a dude. Like, I thought he was going to be a shot-blocking menace who could run the court and just finish. And I think he could be. Um, I honestly think he could be in time. But that was one that I wish he had stuck around because, you know, I don't know how Aaron Bradshaw, there's some concern. I don't know what level. It might be minor, but with a foot injury with Bradshaw. So, you know, again, a guy like Collins, if you have him sitting there. But, again, I'm sure he's looking at it of like, all right, if I come back, how much am I going to play with yeah, all these right. I will say with all the criticism that Cal has has gotten, yeah. it, it still is pretty wild that he's got the numbers, what, 3, 4, 6, 16, yes. 41. Like, yep. he's still got a – it's a crazy numbers. class from a, yep. from a numbers perspective. Now, they have to prove it at this level, and yep. that's going to be the big – question can they do that but he has gone back to bring in high level freshmen but i just don't know if you can win where, where do you see this team are they a, are they a fringe top 25 team i just took him out uh the other day i put arizona in even though i didn't really want wow to. what i did i put him in at 25 wait i, put him you in said it is, I thought you said with caleb love you're, you're i took him back, out you're, you're walking I, that back I dumped them out. No, I took them out for about three weeks. They were gone. Well, what changed? I don't know. I just, I had a. a the vibe. The vibe yeah, changed. just huh? something. I didn't, I didn't want Kentucky in. My take was without Reeves, there's no way you could put him in right how, now. How much crow will you have to eat if Antonio Reeves comes back to Kentucky? Will, will the Kentucky fans. They'll kill me, but, but again, all I was saying is at that point, it was likely he was going to go in the, I mean, the kid is. Enrolled in classes at Illinois State. Obviously, his you intent know. at that you point. You got to know that he's going to enroll in classes at Illinois State and maybe come back to Kentucky. You should have you should have foresaw that. It's like the Trey Burke thing years ago. You know, like you, 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 <laughs> you know, you 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 say it, and things, especially these days. Listen, things change more these days than ever because of NIL, right? Like, God thinks he's he, you know he, he's gone, and you can up that NIL offer pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, you're I mean look me- at look at some of the stuff that Rutgers has has dealt with. I mean, I, I just brutal, brutal. Some of the, some of those were shocking. The timing, the timing. No, I know they just got killed, killed, killed. I mean, you lose Cam Spencer and Mulcahy in the last month. You put those two guys on Pykele's roster right now, and you're like they're a fringe top twenty five ish team, and instead yeah, it's like a major rebuild. I read an article where uh, Kentucky might be going after Paul Mulcahy. Or some veteran. Yeah, I don't know how much he helps because he's he can't really shoot. He just can't shoot, but he he right. can run the show and he can play make. Um, right. But yeah, it would be he's another guy that can't consistently make a perimeter shot. And again, Sorry, like how charging. much are you gonna? What are you doing over there? I just realized my computer was not charging and it would it could die. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> see, you don't want that after ripping on me at the beginning. I know. Yeah. I just had your to, computer I dies. Trust me, they'll be held to pay. Um. All right, so Kentucky, if they get Reeves back, is that enough? Is that enough for you to feel confident that they can, you know, these young guys get better, uh, they have some shooting, they have a veteran dude? Yeah, I mean, I, I would start them in, around the top, you know, around 24, 25 if they get Antonio Reeves back. Yeah. If not, I would say they're outside the top 25 to start the season. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. And there's just not much left. That's the other thing. Unless you can convince a kid right now, which I think probably is happening, a, a mid-major kid who graduated, you know, like to, to hit the portal now, you know, like that, that sad, is so that's just happening. That's that just happening. So, how are we going to, the best part of this sport to me is the NCAA tournament. And we are decimating the teams that make the NCAA tournament good. It's right. really it's really terrible. It really uh, is. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee-in-the-morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com backslash field six eight that's Field 68FIELD, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I got a good one for you that's going to happen. Like, I I'm just... How how sure is this as sure as Antonio Reeves? No, no, this portal, is not or... sure. This isn't a player. This is you, a you've kind of lost your credibility here. I, I don't know if I can trust you with some of these reports that you've got coming out now. This is a scenario. Here's the scenario. These scenarios. This will be team easy. team goes on foreign tour in August. Kid only plays 15 minutes on the foreign tour. Kid goes in the portal because he's upset he didn't play enough. Kid ends up transferring to a new school before school starts. And missing uh, missing the entire summer at his new school. That correct. that is it's gonna probably, happen. That will happen for sure. It's gonna Some kid will get mad. No, yep. agreed. But it's now so will dumb. it be a big time player? I don't know, 
but but like how about a like a really good you know freshman or something that's just not ready and like you know like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and and that's why there needs to be a um and it, it that would have to be a grad transfer for the kid to be able to play right away. So it couldn't be a freshman then. So it can't be a freshman. He, could, I mean, somebody might transfer, but yeah, grad. It would have. It would have one. to be an older guy that gets beat out by Correct. a young freshman. Correct. So, but to me, there needs to be a deadline, period, for grad transfers to be able to <laughs> I, go on the portal. I agree. There has the to fact, be a deadline. The fact that the portal closed but stayed open for grad right. transfers is so stupid. stupid. But the NCAA, so has, they have no idea what they're doing. So, why would we be surprised at that? Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. The number one spot in, in the preseason is kind of a little bit debatable right now. Um, I don't know if you agree. I got Kansas at, at one right now. I, I just think they're loaded now. I mean, they're absolutely loaded with with kind of what they've been able to do uh, in the in the portal. Obviously, getting Hunter Dickinson was was huge. Um, but the other guys they brought in too are massive. I mean, Arterio Morris is super talented, and Nick Timberlake yep. can really shoot the basketball. So yes. you, you bring those two guys in, and, and you yeah. get McCuller back. That was the big one for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's what put it over the top. That's what put it over the top for me. Yeah. So you've got Kansas that has arguably a top five point guard and maybe the best big in, in the in the entire country, or one of them in Hunter. No, he's not. He's one of them. The you said he's the best big. He is he's not one of them. The, college big. Initially, college you big. said he's the best big, and then you walked it back and said arguably, one of them. he's arguably. not arguably the best big. The best big resides in West Lafayette. All right, fine. Zach Eady's the it's best. It's not big. close. I mean, okay. All right. Hunter's really fair. good, but he's fair. not as good as Zach Eady. Fair, fair. He's one of the best bigs. Um, okay. I, I like you carrying water for your guy. That's no, he nice. he won every award last year. <laughs> Very How nice. could you say he's not? No, you're right. He's the best pick. Yeah, um, he is. Hunter is one of the top picks in the country. Uh, Duke, you know, listen, they got a great class coming in. Incredible class with, yep. with four guys, I think, that are in the top 20. Um, Filipowski back, Roach back, Proctor back, Mark Mitchell back, Ryan Young back is a piece. No, I like their team, too. They're good. You now, like I them do, better? I, no, I worry a little bit about how uh, they are going to distribute minutes. I mean, the, I hope yeah. they're, the, the log jam in the backcourt there is a good problem to have. Yeah, but It is a problem. Um, but I do like their team. Getting Filipowski back was huge. Proctor played great basketball into the year last year. Jeremy Roach is a proven commodity. I think Ryan Young is kind of a sneaky guy to come back. He's really yep. productive. And he was at Northwestern and he was at Duke last year. I just I really wonder how these freshman guards kind of fit into the picture because there's a, a lot of guys that are already in the backcourt who are fighting for minutes on top of Jeremy Roach and Tyrese Proctor and Mark Mitchell. You know, that, that's yeah, I don't know how you're gonna. I mean, one of those guys is gonna get squeezed. Well, at least one, maybe more. Or even again, Jalen Blakes. I mean, there's a yeah, there's well, a lot he's of not guys. Gonna, I mean, Jalen Blakes and, and Jaden shoot, like, I don't know how they're gonna play. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna play because if you're Shire. There's going to be pressure on you to play Jared McCain and Caleb Foster. All those young, highly ranked dudes, yes. for sure. Yes. You're going to play small ball. Filipowski's going to play a ton at the five, which is fine. Honestly, that's probably where they're at their best. And yeah. They just need a backup big. They probably need one backup big for 10, 12 minutes that could give you some some other you know, rim protection. 
and, and let yep. Filipowski move to the four if he gets hurt or in foul trouble or whatever. Um, yep. TJ Power, you love him. Uh, he's he's fun to watch, and he's kind of your multi-dimensional forward. So they they do the, the biggest thing for Duke is probably figuring out like role allocation and keeping everybody happy for Shire. Seriously, the yeah. biggest thing for Kansas still to me is perimeter shooting. Perimeter shooting yeah. is going to be an issue for them. And I worry about K.J. Adams in that regard. Even though I thought he was awesome last year, he was so good in the role he played, the short role. He could kind of do the Draymond Green and spray it out to yep. the guys who could make shots on the perimeter. But, man, I, I watched a lot of Michigan last year with Hunter and Terrence Williams at the four, and he – now there was on top of that outside of Jet Howard not – and that Kobe Buffkin shot it well into the year, but they just doubled him every time. And with KJ Adams as a non-shooting foreman, that's going to be a massive question mark for Kansas. Can they avoid that with enough perimeter shooting in the backcourt to where, all right, maybe we j- we're just diving KJ Adams on every double and making them pick him up at the rim and that, but still you'd rather it be like last year where you go, well, we got Jalen Wilson double off, you know, at the four double off any of these guys and, and let us just shoot horse shots. Yeah. I, I mean, it's Timberlake and, and Hunter Dickinson's your second best shooter. And, and that's a, not a great thing. That's yeah. not what you want. Let's face it. So collectively, you know, like what did Mc, McCullough shoot last year? Like 32. Yeah. McCullough didn't shoot. Well, uh, Dewan Harris didn't shoot well. Um, you know, you bring in Arterio Morris is not a shooter. He's Marco a big Jackson's time, big time athlete. Yeah. Right. They're both athletic. So, I mean, honestly, if I was Bill Self, I'd almost be looking for one more just like spot up, just kid who can drill it. Just stand in the corner. But who is around? I, I guess you're hoping for the... You can't get a foreign kid? You can't get an international kid who can do that? I, I just... Are there good international players that are just waiting to be plucked? I don't know. You were over there. You were over. You were overseas. Can't you find somebody? I was in Vienna two weeks ago. I could have could have there found Bill a shooter. Could have found somebody three on three. Try it. Try it. Um. All right. Let's get to the draft a little bit, which is a week from uh, tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Uh, I'll have to see your 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 mug in person next week because we're going to do the show in stadium together, um, along with Cam Smith and and Pat Garrity. Uh, and Shams breaking every damn pick. Um, so Didn't you I, to do that? I feel like you ruined yeah. my draft pick by tweeting out that I was going to be taken by. I think I did. I think I, I did. did. I think I, I can't remember where I was then. How did you? How do you get that information? It's so easy. I mean, honestly, it's so easy because what there is is there's kind of a. You can get it from individually from each if you team you have somebody from every organization. You can. So you're just blowing up, like, who are you taking? Who are you taking? Who are you taking? You can do that. Or there's also group chats among some of the... the Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The execs with each other. So they'll, they'll text it to other people. So if you get one of those people in a group chat, you have all those guys because they're going to text who they're taking. So to, why are they why are they texting people who they're taking? Well, once it's official, there's a gap. Once you put in your pick, they're texting their boys, maybe at, at other organizations that are maybe lower level or like you yo, know, we just took such and yeah, such. like like you're like the fifth guy for the the Toronto Raptors. You're texting somebody else, not the GMs. They're not in these. No, 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 I got you. But but somebody else. And all you got to do is have access to one of those guys, and they're going to give you everything. Wow. I actually, yeah, there was one year. It was a Sheldon Mack year. I was with Sheldon. And uh, the whole day, I spent the whole day with him. And uh, and I ended up breaking a ton of picks that year. Yeah, I did it years ago. Now, obviously, Woj and Shams kind of own that deal. Uh, We were told we couldn't. You when got I was booted. At ESPN, when got I was at ESPN, out. I was told I couldn't break picks. Because it ruins their coverage. I mean, honestly, if you just follow Twitter, you know who's getting picked, but it really makes it anticlimactic. I yeah. would think the NBA would put the kibosh on it if they could. Well, they, they, they did with ESPN, but then Shams did it anyway, and then Woj felt like he had to do it in, in his own way of – I don't know how he does it now because he, he um, just felt like he was. I mean, I guess it would feel if I'm supposed to be an insider and I'm told I can't do it. But it's but so dumb. It's like, again, well, it ruins that watching it, watching it on TV right. stinks. It's right. not. Well, and the NBA sucks anyway, because they got the deal, too. You got to keep the hat on. It's It was the dumbest shit when I did. And I think it's the same way now where like literally you get drafted, even if you got traded or the pick got traded. You, you got to wait till like the end of the draft to announce it or the end of the round. It's just yeah. the NFL does such a better job. Anyway. All right, let's get to, I want to hit you with a couple guys and we can even go through like underrated, like a guy that's that, that you feel like is just being undervalued and a guy that's overvalued. But can I start with a guy that I just don't have a great feel for, and you, you must have a better feel because you did a bunch of his games in person. It, it's Kobe Bufkin for me. Didn't play a lot early on in the season, and really he, came he was on playing. He just wasn't as he wasn't productive. Good. He, he wasn't, wasn't as productive, but he was right. playing. I really like Kobe Bufkin. He's got good size, lives yeah. at the rim, yeah. really efficient around the basket. Great athlete. Shot it. I want to say last fifteen games on at like a forty percent clip from three. Um, I did the Illinois Michigan double overtime game 
and he was unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. He guards your best player. He made plays. He played in pick and roll. Um, I think from everything I've read, he's worked out really well. They kind of sounds like he's snuck into maybe that 12, 13, 14, 15 range. Is that too high, Rob, or no? No, I like him. I really yeah. do. I think because he's proven that that jumper can come around, he's yeah. a high upside pick. He could be a three and D guy. I, I really like Kobe Bufkin. I, I think he'd be he's going to be a good NBA player. Who's the best shooter? We we did this thing. We didn't ask your opinion. I don't. Yeah, think. I saw that. I was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> you should be. I, that's Doster. That's not me. Um, actually, it might be Greg Waddell who 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 reached out to everybody. Uh, it's okay. Me, I'm not mad. the best shooter in the draft. And like it was like eight to I mean, two. I think I think it's pretty easy. Who I, I well, you do. I think there's two guys. No, I do too. And I think it's the same two guys you were saying. It's Grady Dick and it's Jordan Hawkins. Correct. Who would you take? Who would you take? Jordan Hawkins. I think really? he can be like. I think he can be like a Rip Hamilton, kind of come off screens, flyer. I, I just think he's a, he's a really good player. I really like yeah. Jordan Hawkins. I like Grady Dick. I thought Grady Dick yeah. when I saw him at a. When I, when I saw him at the NCAA tournament in Des Moines, I was shocked by how he competed, how he rebounded. Right. He was more than just shooting standstill jumpers. He got to the offensive glass. He shot like 40. Hey, he shot 40 as a freshman from three. Yeah, but what was Jordan, Jordan Hawkins is flying off screens. You got to chase yeah. him the whole game. Right. He's True. not just hitting standstill jumpers. Right. Like he, right. if you're guarding him, it's going to be like some Ray Allen type stuff where he, now I'm not saying he's making it with that clip, but right. he is running you around screens off the baseline. I just think he's he's a more versatile, dangerous weapon than Grady Dick, who was mostly standstill threes when he shot them. He yeah, shot that's a good percentage. point. That's a good point. I, I just think I think Grady Dick is going to be the better pure shooter. Like I could see Grady Dick being a career forty three percent three point shooter in the NBA. Yeah, he could. I mean, Hawkins I mean, could and, too. And they're gonna those both those guys will have chances to stand in the corner and. Right. Shoot it when you're open, but I think Hawkins will be used kind of in a you know runoff screens type mode too. And I'm not sure Grady Dick, at least early, will. Actually, I don't I don't I know he won't. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. Um who if I'm gonna ask you who's the guy who made the wrong decision? Who made the wrong decision when it comes to uh leaving early? Uh, so you, an early you entry sent, guy. You sent us the list of all the yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, actually, there weren't as many baffling there decisions, I thought, as in past years where you're just thinking, why would this guy do this? Um, looking at the list, I would say, first of all, who is this walk-on that average? How did he make the list? I know. This like, guy... Yeah. From NBA, Miami, do your Ohio. due diligence. Yeah, why is he on here? Jackson Kenyon from Miami of Ohio. Just so Two you know. years, one point per game, senior walk-on. Yes. How about this? That? Isn't I don't think it was like a terrible decision. Yeah. Because I, you know, he's got his degree from Northwestern, but I, I if Chase Odish comes back, yeah. their team is really good. I assume they could offer him good NIL. I don't know that for decent. a fact. I don't know what. No, yeah, decent, decent NIL. And I mean, how much does it cost to go to Northwestern for grad school for one year? That's a hundred thousand, like fifty thousand dollars, seventy thousand. I don't know. Probably in that range. Yeah. I just think they could have been really good. They would have returned almost everybody had he come back. Yep. So I 
I'll say him, but I don't I mean he wants to be and pro. you finally won, right? You finally won yeah. last year and you got it going in the like but, but if you I get the desire to be a pro basketball player too and try to live that dream. And you've got a degree from Northwestern. That's phenomenal. Yep. Um you we were texting before, you brought up Sonogo. Yeah. Because of yeah. NIL, what do you maybe? think of Sonogo? Like what he's probably gonna get drafted late in the second round. Is my yeah, guess. I just I think he'll just stick because he's a body that moves pretty well. He sort of has shown that he can shoot at some, but you have to wonder how much money he could have made in, in name, image, and likeness. But maybe you know, you're coming off the national title again. You want to be a pro? Did he graduate? I don't think so. No, well, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it's an awful decision. I would have, I think, if he came back to school and you could make the argument that was a better choice. But if he gets drafted and plays in the NBA, then it's not, you know, that's, I don't think that there was a wrong answer for him in terms of it being blatant. Remember too, Rob, remember too, there's and, more two-way contracts now. In, in no, that's, that's, that's a, that's a big part of this. And also look who was playing behind him at UConn. Right. You know, he would have been right. hiding for minutes with Donovan Klingon. Hey, there was some, there was some legitimate thought that Sonogo might transfer. There was some legitimate, like actual, maybe not as much with him as people around him, thinking that you know what, Klingon's behind you. They can't afford to pay both of you. Yeah. If you're not going to be drafted, which it looks like he will be drafted, hopefully, then go into the portal and you can make a million dollars next year and make bank. Yeah. Somebody. Yep. Which no, would have been crazy. Would have been bananas. Um, Who? Uh... Who are you most concerned about if you look at a mock draft? Top, let's say first round players. Who, first round players who I'm most concerned about. Um, do you want me to give mine first and you yeah, can think about ahead. it? Or go ahead. Yeah. I worry about Nick Smith. See, I like I know Nick. I, I, I know like he was Nick. injured. Jeff, he had zero burst. Zero. I know. But, he but is that looked, a product of the knee? Is that at all? When I saw him. A couple of summers ago, he had burst. Playing against high school kids? At AAU, he had burst. Playing against high school kids? Yes, I mean, but he was he was healthy then. No, I, I still know you. how healthy he was all year. I know. I, I just – it was pretty shocking to see in Des Moines at the NCAA tournament just yep. – I mean, he got he didn't play. I know. He, he couldn't I know. play. It was crazy. And, crazy. It, and if he was hurt, certainly that plays into it. Can he get healthy? Um, I worry a little bit about Bryce Sensabaugh. He's – in a league, probably score. should have come back now. Like, we'll see where he gets drafted, but I almost yeah. feel like maybe he should have come back. I don't think it would have been an awful decision to come back. Right. He is terrible on defense. Terrible. He, terrible. I don't even. I can't even say that he tries. I, he he just really doesn't have an awareness of what is going on. But man, that pull up is pure. He gets to his spot and he gets whatever he wants. I, I think he's somebody that maybe is in that discussion. Yep. Gigi Jackson? He's an interesting one. I mean, like, just some of the things that came out about his year at South Carolina is is concerning. But he's 17 yeah. or 18. Yeah, he, really he reclassed. Young. I almost feel like you're taking Gigi to throw him in the G League for a couple, you know, a year or two. Then you bring him up. And I think he's a potential guy who could be a good piece down the road. I, I'm, yeah. I'm fine because you're taking Gigi low right now. You, you know, take you're not, him in the late 20s. Yeah, you absolutely. He's 30s. worth it. He's worth it to me 
Yeah. Uh, I like Nick Smith because I think you're taking him low. Like, I'd take him at 10. I know a lot of people wouldn't right now, but I would take him somewhere in the top 10-ish. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would love to know how his workouts have gone. I I, yeah. I just was shocked yeah, at I how bad he, he looked. That's a good in, idea. In, uh, That's a good idea to find out the what tournament. he's been doing. Um, Derek Lively. I'm high on him. Me I too. think that just me as a too. he's like perfect for the NBA. <laughs> Did you see the video of him making all those threes? Yeah, he could shoot okay. it. I saw him yeah, a couple that... years ago. He didn't make a ton, and that's but not I'm what telling he's, he's going to. But if you have that ability to do yes. that, th- yes. that is huge. In the and you new, work in the modern NBA, and you work in your game. Right. I think from a rim protection standpoint, he played better throughout the season. The expectations of him were so high because he was the number one player in his class, but he was never going to be a back to the basket dominant score nope but that that nope. doesn't need to be now he just needs to block shots rebound catch lobs and step out and make a jumper and if you can do that you can make a couple hundred million dollars you really can yeah for him i, I kind of worry just about like his health as much as anything again with that body build like those kids you know like could he be a a robert williams type and if he can be healthy like he's not built like robert williams Robert Williams a little bit bigger and stronger, but man, I mean, look at some of the, the skinny, big like uh, Jackson Hayes, who yeah. was a pogo stick coming yeah. out of. I mean, he, but he hasn't really. He's had. Some he's done nothing. He's done off nothing. the court, but yeah, right. he hasn't been good. Nope. But nope. we'll see. I I like Derek Lively. I I think he's got a real chance to be a, a very good center in the NBA. Uh, Jalen Clark, that's the one for me. That's the one for me that just makes zero sense right well, because he's coming Zeros. off such a serious injury achilles like yeah torn right. achilles. i mean can't do anything for a team yeah so all you're showing them is yeah what you did last year which you got better offensively you're a great defender you're a great defender you got better offensively now oh by the way Tommy Hawkins is gone and so is tiger campbell so you come back now you're gonna Good be guy. probably the top option or certainly one of them yeah like, no, what I, are you I, thinking? I, yeah. I, and he's I, such a good kid. Like, I, man, there weren't a lot think, of. Think about mistakes. this, though. Think about this, because I dealt with this. Let's say he retires his Achilles. Now you're looked at as you might never play in the, in you're done. the NBA you're done. ever. Right. You know, like, you, I re blow my knee out, and now, right. you know, you're looking at you don't play basketball right. for 17 months. So maybe he's thinking, all right, I'll turn pro. I'll, I'll hopefully get drafted. I'll be able to rehab at an NBA facility. And, but I, that might've gone into it. I could see that being a big part of it. I guess, but, but again, I mean, the odds you're going to tear your Achilles again next year. I mean, they're not high. They're, they're higher than if you had never done it before. True. True. I, I don't know. I, that's one that again, to me, that's one. And, and Chris Livingston is the other one to me that just – now, Rich Paul represents Chris Livingston, so maybe he can get him late in the first round. He'll certainly get him a guaranteed contract. We know yeah. that. But here's my take. If you don't want to go back to Kentucky, which obviously he didn't. So hit the portal. Hit the portal, and you can be a guy somewhere else. But you're on such a fast track. And, I, again, I think part of that is is the agent that represents you, and that's kind of been Rich Paul's M.O. for the most part. Instead of just, hey, take it slow. Yes, you were a top player coming in, but there's a lot you need to work on. And if you come back for another year in the right situation, you, you'll you be a lottery pick. And then the yeah. investment is there. 
because frankly, the only way the investment's going to be there for Chris Livingston is because he's rep by by Rich Paul, and yeah. Rich has so many other clients, big time clients. So he'll get him a spot and keep him a spot because he'll want to keep somebody else happy. Right. He'll want to keep an organ, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I didn't love that decision, uh, to be honest. All right, where would you take? And you saw this kid in person. I've seen him numerous times. I can't wait to see where Amani Bates goes in the draft. I can't wait. I, I just, it's weird because I'm rooting for Amani Bates. I, I sat no, down I mean, with I, him a bunch last summer. Yeah. I'm rooting, like, can I say that? That I'm rooting for Amani Bates because yeah. of everything. And a lot of people would say, I mean, like, why are you rooting for him? What, what did he go through? Well, he he got put in a terrible situation by his dad. Yeah. I mean, you put him in a high school that's fake. He doesn't learn how to play legitimate structured basketball he's a talented shot maker i, I saw him <laughs> against michigan he balled yeah. he he almost beat him you know i think him what, and uh, almost beat him. he had like 32 i mean he was yeah. killing at little caesar's arena that was back in november i think he'll get taken in the second round i think a yeah. team takes a flyer on him i think they will like his shot making you will yeah. not like his Ability defense. to play without the ball in his hand, his defense, his, defense. Yeah. his physicality. Yeah. I mean, he is so skinny. He he needs to add another 25 pounds and then could probably afford to add another 25 pounds. He's so thin. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he but can he can score. He, man. he, he can, can score. score. And yep. that's certainly a skill. And I, I'm sure a team will take a flyer on him in the second round and see kind of what happens. All right. Listen, uh, again, you and I uh, will be breaking down the draft next week. Uh, we'll probably do something maybe uh, before. We'll see. We'll see. Two Either... podcasts in two weeks? We'll definitely two do a, a post-draft podcast at some point. I mean, it just depends. I mean, you're a busy guy. We know that. Um, I think it was Logan's birthday, too, I saw. When I got on it the was. gram, I saw a bunch of stuff. So Yes, it was her birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Logan. Happy birthday to her! Yes. I hope you got her something good. I mean, I know you I got her the ring five weeks ago, but that and our new kitten and your new kitten. Those are the big, the big. How much does it does it, a, a new kitten cost? Not that much. He was being fostered, so it was like a All foster. Right, so not much. So really, you didn't. You didn't really reach into your pocket a whole. Hell, but I but mean, he, his, all his, his toys and his litter box and his food and all of that is not cheap. So plus, and you use all bills. your. Hey, you used all your money on the ring. Let's be honest here. All of it. All. All of, of it. I'm, Every. I'm, I'm hurting for cash. All the all the podcasts you did. All the. Series, That's why we're on here today. Hosted. That's why I had to come back today to get. Yeah, you got to get paid. I know. You got to pay it goes, off. Doster goes cheap in the summer. He doesn't pay us for these. They're, these are just volunteer podcasts. Apparently. He just, he, he honestly, he disappears. It's hard to get him. It's hard to get him. All right. Well, listen, I'll see you next week. Uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for watching, as always. And uh, Goodman and Humble Podcast. We'll see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.